0: There is this big misconception about being strong, one you're very likely familiar with, the one about having emotions being a sign of weakness. In this talk, we'll explore how this belief leads to all sorts of problems, why it's a harmful belief that can and does create tragic consequences, and what the better and smarter alternative is. Keep listening to learn more. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Growth Philosophy Podcast, a bite-sized weekly podcast focused on empowering you to think better and upgrade your life. So let's talk about emotions. As some of you know, I grew up in a fairly conservative household with conservative values about the proper way of doing things. Growing up, I believed that showing emotions or even accepting them is a sign of weakness. And I carried this belief around with me for a very long time. It was only in my mid-twenties that I started to explore and examine alternative perspectives, and even later that I learned about the actual reality. The truth of the matter is that having feelings and experiencing your emotions is not a sign of weakness. This is a big misconception about strength, so it is important to have clarity on this matter. We will expand on this of course, but here is the main thing to know. And it's that having emotions does not make you weak. It just makes you human. Stoicism has become a very popular philosophy over the last few years. I personally am a fan, even though I don't completely buy into it. The reason why I am a fan is because there are many good ideas in it. Anyway, for the longest time, my ideal was to be stoic, round the clock. In hindsight, it makes sense why being stoic all the time would be appealing to me, since I grew up with the belief that men don't show emotions and that showing emotions is weakness. If you grew up in a conservative household, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But that belief, the belief that expressing your emotions is weakness, is a flawed mental model. Not just flawed, but dangerous even, because this is one of the main causes for the epidemic of mental health problems that we are currently facing. Here's what I mean, based on recent statistics, over 13%, that's 13 percent. That's 13.13 percent of the world's population suffers from some sort of mental health problem. That might not sound like a lot, but it is. 13% of the world's population is a lot of people. But it gets even more worrying when you consider this other piece of information. The information that around 8 million deaths each year happen by and large because of mental health issues. 8 million deaths, that's a lot of people. Let's face it, if we weren't meant to have emotions or show them, we wouldn't have them at all. It really is that simple. If we weren't meant to have them, we wouldn't have them. Through evolution, our neural pathways, hormones and part of the brain responsible for regulating our emotions would have been phased out if emotions were indeed a bad thing. Evolution and biological design is smart. We have gained parts of our brain over time because it was beneficial for us, like a rational part of the brain. If we can evolve to have things, then by the very same rationale we can lose things too. And we have. There is no waste in nature after all. Evolution is very intelligent and efficient. So if emotions were deemed unnecessary, they would have been selectively removed from our psyche but that hasn't happened. If anything, humans have developed more emotions over time, not less. I'll give you some real-life examples to demonstrate how accepting and expressing emotions is not a sign of weakness. Just think about the strongest people you know. When I think of really strong people, people like Mother Teresa, Nelson Mandela, Mohandas Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali, and so on, come to mind. They were really strong people. They endured a lot and they did incredible things, even impossible things. And you know what? None of them, not a single one of them, ever acted like a robot. None of them completely held back on expressing their emotions. If anything, the expression of their emotions actually was a big part what made them who they were. They were incredibly passionate about their causes and that level of zeal and passion would not have come across if they were curtailing all their emotions. Passion is a big emotion after all. Of course, when it comes to expressing emotions, you need to consider a few things, like the positive and the negative ones, since not all, all emotions are good. Or rather, not all modes of expression are good for you like how flying off the handle isn't good for you you also need to consider the potential impact of your expression and so on so it's basically all about thinking before you act it's all about common sense so you'll have to be the judge of what's good and not so good for you and others In general though, expressing your emotions, even the ones like sadness, frustration, anger and so on, can be good for you. And when done in moderation, they can even create opportunities for you to heal and grow and can even help others, or enable others to help you. That said, when I talk about accepting emotions, I'm talking about emotions in general, both the positive and the seemingly negative ones. Now. You might be thinking that the negative one certainly should be denied or bottled up, but that's neither good nor effective. Think about anger, for example. When you bottle up or try to ignore anger, often what it does is explode at some point and then it creates a huge mess. Even if it doesn't, there is the long-term cost to you to consider. We shouldn't make the mistake of repressing negative emotions. Repression takes a psychological toll. There is a cost to it. And that repression can lead to the gradual build-up of emotional waste. It's like toxic waste inside of you. It's like an expanding island of plastic dirtying the ocean. Emotional waste can grow over time and lead to toxic effects if it's not dealt with. Life is all about balance. You shouldn't opt to go too far on the emotional expression scale and then fly off the handle often. That's not a good thing. Either for you or for others. In the same way... Becoming completely closed off emotional expression-wise can make you seem like a robot and worse, it can eat away at you. That's where bottling up your emotions comes in. The main thing to remember today is that expressing your feelings is not a bad thing. Expressing and accepting them can actually be good for you. Especially for the men listening to this. I want you to pay extra attention to this, because strength is often correlated with lack of emotions. Even though that could not be further from the truth. Emotions play an important role in our lives. Trying to deny them is actually a recipe for disaster. Expressing your emotions is good, but going overboard with it is not. It's all about balance at the end of the day. An excess of anything is bad. So express your emotions, but don't flood them. Don't go overboard. Going out of control with your emotions isn't good for you and it isn't good for others either. And then there is a spiritual aspect to this as well. Enlightenment, for instance, can't be reached without accepting your emotions. A big part of enlightenment and wisdom often involves learning to let be. Just let be. And that, that state, can only happen when you accept your feelings and emotions. Trying to suppress them only creates an internal struggle which does anything but instill inner peace. That said, like I mentioned earlier, there is a good way and a bad way of expressing your emotions. Knowing how to accept your emotions is a big part of inner strength. And it is crucial to handling and even expressing your emotions better. So acceptance plays a massive role in all of this. That's the key factor. That's the starting point. There is another important, or rather very important reason why accepting your emotions is important for you. And it's that this is the best way you can avoid a freak out or a meltdown, since that sort of extreme reaction generally only happens when the emotion has not been addressed for a very long time, and it has had time to fester and rot inside of you. Expressing your emotions isn't about losing your calm. That's actually a big misconception about emotions, and why the phrase being emotional has such a negative connotation. But that perception of expressing emotions could not be further from the truth. Expressing your emotions is about accepting the emotions fully, experiencing it, and maybe even expressing it, but expressing it in a healthy way. And that can only happen when you accept the emotions first. That said, don't don't expect yourself to be calm 100% of the time. Even the most zen of monks isn't calm 100% of the time. They feel happiness and sadness like every other person. Being calm isn't about being a robot after all, but rather about accepting your emotions and feelings, even the ones that you perceive as negative. You don't have to act negatively when you experience a negative emotion and your ability to accept them will play a big role in this. It would play a massive role in this since that can help you effectively deal with them. This is one of the main reasons why monks are so calm. It's not that they don't have emotions, but rather that they know how to accept it. They have trained themselves over and over for many years to accept their emotions, so it doesn't bother them or get in their way. Remember, feeling your different emotions isn't a bad thing and does not make you weak. We have them for important reasons. The emotions that we have are there for important reasons. And then there is another big benefit. And it's that emotional variety adds color to our lives. Even your years know it, by the way. Just imagine how challenging or boring it would be to listen to someone who just drones on monotonously without any sort of variety in their voice. I bet you have met people like that. I know I have. Maybe it was a teacher or a lecturer for you. But the point is that we instinctively crave for emotional variety. So it clearly has an important function in our lives. Here's the bottom line. There is nothing strong about bottling up or suppressing your emotions. It might seem strong, but the tool that can take on you isn't worth the seemingly high value you might attach to it. So stop worrying so much about what others might think of you if you express your emotions or accept it, and worry more about how you feel and what's good for you learning to accept your feelings and emotions can be a very freeing experience. It is not just good from a spiritual or even a mental health point of view. It also has practical benefits since this acceptance can help you process the emotions and deal with them better. On top of that, such honest and open acceptance will also free up your mental energy that you can then use for things that really truly matter. So you can either suppress your emotions and have your mental energy completely tied up in dealing with that, or you can free up your mental energy and do big, cool things that you really want to do. Accepting and expressing your emotions isn't a bad thing and does not make you weak. I cannot say this enough. You really, really need to get down and understand this. It does not make you weak. Emotions are there for a reason. We all need to embrace our emotions because they actually make us stronger, not weaker. So don't try to be a robot.